Keepers podcast, which is basically just an opportunity to sit down with those over the age of 60 who may have some seeds of wisdom and advice for us young ones, us wayward ones (laughs) who are looking for some answers in this long journey, if we're lucky, called life. So I am sitting with Beto and Yoli, who are my two new friends, I hope, if they like me as much as I like them, um, who I met uh, over the summer solstice on some land in Ramona, San Diego County, at a sweat lodge ceremony for the summer solstice, and I got to see them again at a sweat lodge ceremony for the winter solstice, and I harassed them until they agreed to sit down with me And I'm hoping that tonight we can learn a little bit about what it's like to be born in Mexico and grow up in the United States and to rediscover your roots um, of, you know, earth-based spirituality and the sort of deeper uh, wisdom of indigenous cultures and ceremony And also, I'm super curious about what the heck it's like to be married for 41 years. 42? 42? 42. So, yeah, I don't know if you wanted to start by just introducing yourself a little bit. But I was was very, as I've shared with you, moved by both of the things that you shared in Circle um, at the Sweat Lodge and your hopes for your family and America. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah. what I yeah, what I wanted to say is thank you for being here. And we do uh, like you. Yeah, we, we do like you. <laughs> they like me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as, as an older person living in this time and place now, uh, we start worrying about who's going to be around when we get older. Mm. And uh, so it's always... We're always we have ulterior motives all the time when we meet people, especially young people, uh, with with the hope that that uh, as we get older, uh, we'll we'll have people around us and and uh, uh, to uh, as as we as we make that journey mm-hmm. that, that, that you're describing. So I'm just only yeah. trying to hang out with older people, <laughs> so you found a good match in me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you know looking looking forward. It's it's uh, it can be it can be a lonely time, mm. and uh, I mean that's just as, as I see things now. Maybe it won't, but but you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yolanda, you can call me Yoli. <clears throat> I'm glad uh, Sarah is here. Uh, when we talk, it's you'll be here someday talking. You'll be you'll you'll under, you'll say wow. Because 
you'll appreciate what you've learned and how difficult it was to learn it mm. because it doesn't come easy for some of us to uh, learn. Some of us are very stubborn and egotistical and we think we're right. <clears throat> and, uh, and, I, and I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I've even begun to really know wisdom. Because I mean, I feel young. Mm -hmm. I feel like if if I'm given another thirty years, wow, I'm going to learn a lot. <laughs> Me too. <coughs> There's a lot to learn. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you spoke about feeling egotistical or stubborn, which I think is just a human thing. What what have what has been those like fierce sort of humbling experiences as you have grown older? Wow, man, you start off with the tough ones right away, huh? Might as well. <laughs> well, I think. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, well, you were going to say something, Yuli. One of my most humbling uh, and thing uh, thing that I learned was when I ran for city council uh, for San Diego, and mm -hmm. I felt like. I could do so much, but it is very, very scary once you learn how the system works. Mm -hmm. I learned what to make choices on what I wanted to do. I had other choices when I was given a chance to go to law school, when I was given a chance to do other things. Mm -hmm. and. So you have to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And you learn from those decisions that you made you, you what what who and who you are. Mm -hmm. So I think <clears throat> um I've made the right decisions for me. Um I would have liked to have been a super person that could do a lot of things, but I think I made the right choices. And the main thing that I wanted was to be connected to a family, mm -hmm. to have a family. When did you know that you wanted that? How old were you when you first remember wanting that connection? Well, you know, <clears throat> I don't think it was actually knowing in my brain. I think it was more of a physical thing. You know that clock ticking thing? Yep. That is, I, I don't think it's something of my own. I think it's just the body mm -hmm. and how it functions in nature. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, but I remember one thing is that I didn't really think so much of that it was Beto that I wanted to, to be the father. I just wanted someone that was smart, <laughs> good looking. I had I had anyone will do. I had I had all these. I mean, I think I have it all figured out, yeah. but I don't. I, I just I learned a lot about how. Uh, what was the word that you used one time? <laughs> how uh, how I thought that I knew everything that I either oh, it was yeah. a word you used one time. Self righteous or yeah, it was yeah. a very self righteous thing that I was. I thought that I was planning things just so, and that was like a big lesson mm -hmm. about 
about learning that you just you just don't know. Mm. He said earlier that running for city council and wanting to make this big change taught you a lot about how the system actually works. How does the system actually work? Well, I know it can't be good. <laughs> well, I learned one thing from it is that we need to help each other. That things don't change if you don't help your immediate family, your uh, immediate neighbors, mm. and, and your immediate schools, mm. your immediate churches, mm. all that's around you. Like mm. the, the small village that, that, that was there before. Mm. That's what you have that you can work with. The big picture of politics and all that, the the machine has to work with other people, and they have to uh, uh, they have to give and take. Mm -hmm. And what they give sometimes, and what they take, are not always balanced, or they're not always good. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it works. Uh, you have to. You have to compromise some of your integrity, some of your good... I mean, you can't do everything by yourself in that big picture. And uh, <clears throat> I didn't like that. I didn't like being... I, I learned that I don't want to be part of that. Mm -hmm. And I see it now more clearly. Yeah. It's, and it's, it, it pointed you <clears throat> back to your family and your community. Like it sort of, you know, you kind of went big and then it sort of redirected you back to, well, how can I make my my family healthy and my neighborhood healthy and my church yeah. community healthy and my schools, you know, the schools healthy and yeah. start and, with that. And you think that you can do a lot. Well, you can, but it's not this big over uh, self-righteous way of doing it. You're mm -hmm. actually doing it and really... A lot of people don't even notice that you're doing it. In small ways. In small in ways. Nearer. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. feel the same way with my dad. I mean, I grew up really like social justice oriented and just wanted to change the world and change the country and just radicalize everything and woo. <clears throat> and then my dad got sick and I just said, This is my this is my social justice project. Yes. <laughs> yes. How do I just help help my dad have a good, beautiful dying mm -hmm. process? Mm -hmm. And that, you know, the causes we're so often searching for are you can be found in our homes, you know, just right under our noses. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I, mm -hmm. I've, I've mm -hmm. felt that way, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some people that I got to know that were involved in politics on how they almost got lost. And I, and I don't know their history or their road, but I've seen it in, in some ways the experience that they had but they were successful in their in their bid for 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 their uh, offices that they wanted but I could also see how their family needed them more mm. how they had to give up so much mm. and so it's it's uh, interesting how that works mm. I think that's a, a very typical common thing with sort of the modern woman thing is that the career becomes more important or what's out there becomes more important than the health of the family. 
and then you just kind of wonder where the you know how much good am I can I do out there if my parents and my children and my mm-hmm. sibling I mean mm-hmm. I'm an only child and mm-hmm. I don't have children yet but mm-hmm. aren't well you know and like that the revolution starts at home and these mm-hmm. sort of like why did we get so distracted mm-hmm. and pulled so far away from yeah. just the basic health and you know yep. strength of our families and that that seems to me like an inherently earth-based village ways mm-hmm. that the health of the family mm-hmm. and the health mm-hmm. of the village mm-hmm. and like those mm-hmm. are like very important things mm-hmm. to a lot of people on planet Absolutely. earth like Absolutely. that's the whole Absolutely. point of life right. for a lot of yeah. people yeah. and we get so distracted from that yep. yeah mm-hmm. I've had a lot of people in my, you know, journey with my dad say, these are your 20s. You need to be focusing on your career. Why are you wasting your time with your dad? Mm -hmm. And then I can just see the Western machine running in that so deeply that this person who brought me here and tied my shoelaces and wiped my butt, now I'm here doing the same for him that that's not valued Mm -hmm. as a way to spend Mm -hmm. my life, Mm -hmm. 20s, 30s, 40s, or any of it, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. I'll probably cut this out because I'm already talking too much. (laughs) I usually just shut up and listen, but Uh, this is a great great conversation. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to say, Beto? Well, I'm still thinking on that hard question. And, you know, I really can't find a one humbling Mm -hmm. experience. It's more like, yeah, that's one. It, it's more, it's more uh, a series of them over, over the course of time. And uh, uh, the, you know, the, the, the latest one was, of course, as we were talking earlier, in, in getting to really know as, as well as, as, as I can, uh, uh, a Native American person that, in my opinion, still lives in a community that lives this way in an indigenous earth earth based I'll use your words earth based way uh, on an ongoing basis mm-hmm. and it you, you we were talking about it earlier that sometimes we romanticize uh, you know especially you know you, you see a lot of people wanting to call themselves shamans and wanting to do this and wanting to do that without really understanding how much work and suffering and sacrifice mm-hmm. it people like that really really endure to get to where they are it's not a you know six weeks course it's not an eight weeks course it's it's uh, uh i mean we we have it's something like it's a lifetime it's a lifetime it's a lifetime you know the uh the person the marcelino that i was telling you about earlier he himself had to go through a ceremony not too long ago because, like, he's a human being and he has, mm-hmm. he has, you know, his own journey, his own path. Yeah. And this has been now, oh, a six-month thing. So afterwards, he has to go, he, he has, they have their ceremony and then they have to go leave offerings in the four directions. And he'll do that for, for months now. Mm-hmm. So, the, 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 you know, we, we become accustomed to healing as taking place, you know, you go to the doctor and then you come out and you're healed, right? For <laughs> two or three, you know, weeks even, and you're healed. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that. It, it's it's an ongoing lifetime type of thing. And and so, if anything, you know, one of the things that I feel uh, 
and, and you know, my life has been a, I see, it, I, ambiguity, I guess, is a defining word for me, right? <laughs> it's, I've struggled with it forever. Yeah. But something that I feel strongly about at this point is that I, uh, out of respect for that, that I, I need to share more of that message. And, and, mm -hmm. and, uh, cause I, you know, looking back at my own lifetime, uh, when I first met, uh, uh, Don Marcelino, my motivation was to learn what he did, but it came from a place of envy. Mm -hmm. It came from a place of wanting to be a powerful person that people would look up to and admire and all that kind of crap, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> And you just don't get there. You just don't get there on that road. That road's not going to take you there. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so the, the, my my experience with that, I would say the most important thing was really learning compassion first. Uh, to to you know look at people and be with people, and actually feel a desire or a need to help. I mean, it's not. That I that that is was foreign to me. <laughs> Again, mm -hmm. you know, my motivation looking back now was about it was about power. It was about, as uh, the you know, just it was, it was about power. And, and and I think when we talk about the Western world, that's that, that's a that's a major thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's such this search for 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 convenience for power. Yeah. And and we just don't walk on the ground anymore. Uh, and and so that, that that's that's been like one of the biggest learning experiences, is that the way the way the way begins with it is about compassion, mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you have to see people and recognize that we're all on a road, we're all on a path, and it's a path that to some extent we make ourselves we you know we're born with certain endowments certain proclivities we're born with that our parents give us more and then we're all along making decisions and decisions and decisions that's making our road so when people suffer a lot of times it's it's a road that we have a lot of part in making uh, and 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 who knows why who knows why it is that way or why? I mean that's just how I see things so it's a gen it's a desire to help people, but at the same time recognizing that, you know, people we can all help ourselves. We all have we all of us have a direct connection with the Creator, whether we want to listen to to that listen or not. That's the choice, you know. And and if we want to struggle through the commitment that it takes to to heal ourselves, it's not it's it's uh, it's humbling. I, I I think it's humbling. It's it's a uh, it's uh, one of the one of the things that I see in in our in comparison in our modern world, for example, we we uh, we we, we want to heal ourselves, and then we want to we want to help, help ourselves, but it's almost our way of living, our way of living with so much convenience. You know, we we turn the faucet on. You you know you've heard me talk about mm -hmm. this. We turn the light on and off. We mm -hmm. really don't know what it's like to start a fire and keep a fire going, yeah. or to walk six miles to get your water. Yeah. We don't know that. We we we're very 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 uh, insulated in that way, mm -hmm. to the point that you know like my my, uh, my Marcelino for example when he does his healing, he's in touch. He, he says that he gets help from the sun mm -hmm. and from the wind and from the earth. And so as he's doing his work, we would call it intuition. 
right? We call it intuition as if it comes out from, from inside from us. of us, right. from us. Mm. They are in relationship with the environment around mm. them so that when something occurs to him, he thanks the wind, he thanks the sun. Mm. That, to me, is a, it's a huge, huge paradigm shift mm. to be in that kind of relationship and to understand that it doesn't all come from inside of us. Yeah. It does not. It, intuition, we call it that. But it's the earth. It's 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 all in. Uh, it's our environment that we live in that we're in contact with mm. that, that actually is guiding and helping and, and sometimes hurting. You know, but mm. it's it's that reciprocity that I don't think I, we. I still struggle with it. We struggle with it. We uh, forget. We forget. Yeah. We forget. And and uh, I, to me, that's one of the major major things. If you, if you were talking about an earth, you know, based life mm. <laughs> we have to respect that there's an earth there and everything doesn't come from you yeah it doesn't and that's hard that's hard to change yeah it, it's hard to change just for yeah. our friends yeah. listening i know you already told me but would you share the story of how marcelino came into your life and how that changed you I'll, I'll uh, you know, I feel, like I said, I feel an obligation and ambiguity. I'll, I'll share some of that. Yeah, sure. I'll share some as of much that. As you want. But but I do want to say, I do want to say that in there, in in Marcelino's tradition, um, which is a, a, in a mountain community, a in mountain Mexico. community in, in the state of Jalisco in mm-hmm. in, in Mexico, mm-hmm. um, they believe from their frame of reference, they believe that. Um, Traditions come to them from the creator. They, they are given to them. So they, 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 they nurture and protect, and, and they're very, very uh, protective of their traditions. Mm-hmm. You know, we met Marcelino in, in, in 2006, and uh, we met him through a friend uh, that uh, invited, uh, invited me to, to attend a fire ceremony. We'll just call it a fire ceremony for now. And, uh, and afterwards, after the ceremony, I approached him, and he wasn't very friendly or, or was approachable, I guess yeah. is the word. He, he yeah. just didn't, <laughs> didn't get that approachable, so I, I spoke mostly. The, yeah. the thing is, we're used to people selling us things. That's, 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 that's great. And, yeah, and, and his, and his uh, nephew, who was more acculturated, he, he did that. But mm. You would think that, yeah. oh, he, he wants the business of healing, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't. That's not how he sees That's things. That's not yeah. how he sees things. So yeah. he's not going to be asking you, "How are you? Yeah. What's going on with you?" Right. No. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he's he wasn't nothing predatory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not he, at all. he was. So to the wasn't, point he yeah. felt that he was not approachable. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, that, that's that's a good way of looking at mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So I, I talked mainly to his to his to his uh, nephew and, and uh, invited them invited them here. They, they were on their way up up north, uh, northern Cal, the Bay Area. Um, this was in September, uh, August or September, and sure enough, in, in in December when they were on their way back, going back to to Mexico, I get a phone call and it was his nephew and, and he says, uh, "Was is it true? Is it true that that uh, you have a home there for us? Because that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Ahí tiene su casa. This is what we say in Mexico. You know, my house is your house." Mm-hmm. It's a formality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I said, of it's course. It's a way of saying, can I come over? Yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. You have a house for me? You yeah. have our house? You have a house for yeah. me? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I said, of course I do. But I hadn't, like I said, I hadn't checked with uh, Yolanda. And, and uh, 
he, he came and, and they stayed uh, they stayed six weeks that first time, mm -hmm. and and then that was the case for the next uh, the next ten years. Mm -hmm. uh, he would come um, and then uh, six weeks and and, um, and and then over and Yoli and I uh, went down there as well to, mm -hmm. to to visit them. And the healings that he learned was that passed down to him from his grandfather or his you know was everyone in his village you know he became a very special person yeah. in his village you know well actually those those people the wijarika mm -hmm. is is their is their uh, their name for themselves mm -hmm. wijarika uh, a lot of people translate that as the healers so they the whole the people they have that reputation mm -hmm. and so among them uh, most of the grandfathers and grandmothers are considered the healers in the family. Mm, most of the grandmothers and grandfathers. Uh -huh. So when you become an elder yeah. in the culture, yeah. Yeah, and you, you hold the culture, correct. and you carry the culture, correct. you yeah. are a healer. Correct. Yeah. And, and so they become more sought after. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not... The thing I want to—it's not—it's not a prestigious thing. In a way, it's mm -hmm. not because it's a very, like I was saying earlier, it's a very hard road. Mm -hmm. It's—he—he uh, he will say it's a compromiso. It's an obligation. Mm -hmm. It's not something he's not going to get paid for it. So mm -hmm. people that go see him may may give him a can of coke or some some beer or mm -hmm. a can of beer or they're not going to give. They're not going to pay him a lot of money. He's yeah. not going to get rich. And he's yeah. obliged to the gods and to his people. To his people, to his community, and and to to uh, the the giver of life. Mm -hmm. I don't claim, and I don't know if anybody really can observe and talk to them and really get a complete understanding of what their cosmology is. It's very, mm -hmm. very, very, very complicated. Mm -hmm. Very complicated. Uh, but but they do they do honor the directions and and, and the elements mm -hmm. and, and see those as as the uh, the f in Spanish we have the word poder which which means power. Uh, personally, I think the word power has been contaminated. Uh, we when you hear the word power. You automatically think of you know great strength and mm -hmm. and um, and a lot of the you almost synonymously or at the same simultaneously you think of abusive power mm -hmm. uh, because it's so often often abused. Uh, they see it as best as I can estimate you know see this as as those are the powers the poderes that keep life going. So so the earth is a is a poder is a power. The wind is a power, the uh, water is a power, the sun is a power, the fire is a power. They are the elements, the powers that actually mm -hmm. run life. Uh, and those are the ones that talk to us. Those are the ones yeah. that are, uh, they're running things. You know, we, we live in the delusion that we, you know, <laughs> that we're running us. things. Mm -hmm. As uh, if we were making it <laughs> the earth spin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Exactly as if we're as we're making things go and move and and uh, so so they 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 understand those are the powers and and so it's a it's a reciprocity that the, so health to them is a reciprocity with those powers with those powers mm -hmm. it's not a subjugation to them it's right. a reciprocity right. so you want to do something you ask permission 
pide permiso, el, 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 you know, one of the elements. Mm -hmm. and, and in their ceremonies, the, uh, the singer is actually negotiating. That's, that's how they live. Mm -hmm. Then that, that's how they live in negotiation with, with the elements, asking permission. And we human beings, uh, we, you know, we, we can do things, but we just don't do them just because we want to do them or it's self-serving. It has to be something that, that uh, just, you know, just in a, in a bigger picture, mm -hmm. I, I think so. Both and of you have, have visited the village? Yeah. 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 So, you know, something that seems to be missing in my view of the larger capitalist, industrial, modern culture of America, materialistic culture, is, you know, people have this sort of new agey gratitude BS. And I mean the real stuff, the real gratitude, which comes from that reciprocity mm -hmm. with earth and the stars and the elements. So you can say, oh, I'm grateful for my food and kind of conjure some sort of superficial feeling of, oh, yay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then there's this very deep, like deep like a, you know, the bottom of the ocean kind of gratitude that comes when you understand all of the elements that it took and the hands and the seeds and the people to grow that food. Correct, yeah. And so yeah. there's this... I mean, I kind of had my gratitude thing when I was younger. And, oh, cool, but it didn't really happen. I just said, well, I guess I'm grateful. But now that I'm starting to understand just how fragile a seed is and just what a miracle it is that it became a radish on my plate, you know, there's this very deep sense of just deep blessedness, like unspeakable humility that I feel that is feels missing and mm -hmm. I know it's missing because I don't feel it most of my day I'm just walking yeah, around yeah. with my head up my ass going <laughs> oh cool I poured a glass of water who cares you know yeah, yeah. because I'm not walking six miles for it correct and yeah. because I didn't grow it and because I don't know the people that grew it and so it's so easy for me just to walk around my whole life like it's all just no big deal no big freaking deal that I made it one more day on planet earth safely you know because of all of these powers mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i'm wondering from your experience with the people in that village what did you see in their faces or what did you witness like what kind of richness comes from that sort of reciprocal way yeah you know what kind, what does life feel like and I know it's so easy to romanticize, and I'm not trying to yeah. do that at all, with so much respect. But knowing, just even in the little ways when I pay attention to how, what, how grateful I am that I can have some water, I go, wow, there's something deep in that, you know? So I'm just wondering if you experience, you know, the children and the elders and the families, like a different... Yeah. yeah, that's that romanticizing mm -hmm. part that that's very easy to 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 see. It, it's not it's not perfection. I mean, they they have they like everybody else. They have their 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 struggles. Yeah, you know, their struggles to live with, and 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 they do. 
the, for the most part, I can say that they have a very ceremonial life uh, from January to, to October. They, they, it's either getting ready for a ceremony, being in it, or the follow-up that happens as, as a result of that. Uh, so so they, 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 uh, they, they still live that. I think that's the one... Well, one of the things that's different for, for us, we, you know, we, some of us go to church for an hour on, on Sunday, and, and that's almost the extent of, of, of our, like you're saying, gratitude. <laughs> Devote an hour right. to, to be grateful. One hour a week. Yeah, one, one hour a, a week to, to, to be grateful. But I was, I was uh, touched by you were talking about, the, when you were talking about gratitude. I, I don't think it's a place you get to. It's, a, it's, it's an on, ongoing thing. The first thing is like like you said earlier is is to recognize I I believe the importance of, of, of being grateful mm-hmm. you know so that's one thing and 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 then you know with that you can say the words but are you living in a way that, that that's grateful that way mm-hmm. so I just a couple a couple of little things you know the um, uh, natives in, in, in Mesoamerica um, uh, honor corn. They they say that corn is is our life, and, and you know for a lot of people it was. They grew corn, and and so uh, when when <laughs> Marcelino I started growing corn in the backyard, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, it's not that easy, um, but I started growing. And I remember one year uh, the corn grew, and and I had cut it down, and, and so one day uh, the, well, during his visit he was out in the backyard, and and, and he comes to me. And um, and and he has two little corn, uh, two, two little uh, what do you call it? The things of corn? Yeah. But they were real little, real mm-hmm. tiny, like this. He said, "Mira, mi hermano, se te olvidaron. You forgot these two little things of corn." He didn't. Ha- he didn't say anything else. Mm-hmm. I felt ashamed. I felt embarrassed. Wait, you left them on the stalk? I ha- I had not taken them off of there. I hadn't cleaned it well enough. Oh, and you probably ignored them because I, they were I, small. Because they were small, I ignored them. <clears throat> and when he came, when he came and he looked, they just he didn't he didn't have to say, "Mira, mi hermano, you, se te olvidaron." Mm. Mira, look, brother, mm. you you forgot these two. Mm. That's you know, and 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 and, and that happened again also. Uh, when I went to the ceremony, uh, they have a ceremony in October. It's a harvest ceremony, and during during that ceremony, the the young uh, children that have attained five years of age uh, receive a, a morral, a little bag, and in that bag they they, they get little tortillas, uh, little small tortillas, mm-hmm. and they go around the circle and they feed the elders. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a graduation ceremony at five years old. Mm. So at five years old, these these young uh, children are expected to feed feed the community, yeah. right? And so I got some of those in in, in a moral. And uh, we were on our way back home. We stayed a we stayed in a place in uh, down there in the hotel. And I and we got to the hotel room, and I just I just threw the the, the little tortillas on on the on the bureau. Mm-hmm. In the morning, they were all stacked really neatly. <laughs> and I looked at them and I felt embarrassed. I felt ashamed um, at, at, uh, at my, my ignorance yeah. and, and, and uh, just my, well, ignorance, yeah. ignorance. Yeah. Um, 
and and I don't live that way. It's nothing for me to really feel ashamed or embarrassed about because it's you know it's it's not. I didn't grow I didn't grow up that way, but I don't know why. It just, mm-hmm. That's 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 a lot of the learning that I've done is by feeling embarrassed and ashamed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's where my learning comes I, from. I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, I think we live in a time where people think the shame and embarrassment mm-hmm. are bad things yeah. to avoid, mm-hmm. uh, and and therein lies lies wisdom, because mm-hmm. uh, it, it you know if you if you take it in the right way, if you get all pissed off and angry about it, you you, you don't you don't see you don't right. see see the the you know the uh, the, the importance. So we try, we try. Yoli and I try. I have a little compost thing there, and then anything that's green, I will, I won't. I mean, I'm kind of radical that way, and so it's kind of, you know, I look at myself sometimes. That's well, kind of kooky, uh, but green things, I'll, I'll either put in the compost or I give it to the chickens. I, I just, I don't feel good about throwing, throwing it in the trash. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've gotten to where I've and, and you're only doing that too now, yeah. and and that's just a little bit. That's yeah. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I work back, when 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 my brother works back there, he wears white, and he'll go back there and work, uh, in, in the garden. And he comes back and he's clean, he's completely clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I go back there, and in five minutes I'm. I get all full of dirt. Mm-hmm. And, and Yoli's told me before, look, why don't you learn from your brother how he does things? But it's that care, that care for, 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 for the, the physical world. You know, the, phys- the earth, earth is physical. It's physical. That care for, for the... The, when he works and, and I, I've learned I'm not as bad anymore I, I've learned I'm still learning uh, but yeah I, I'm, I'm very very uh, disrespectful that way and, and that's why uh, you know shame shame has been good for me embarrassment has, has been good for me I, I don't uh, I, I've learned to to appreciate their their, their value in life uh, guilt has been has been another one that uh I don't take it to excess anymore. Sure. But, but in, 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 you know, in, in almost everything, I'll sit with it, and, and if there's something that I can, I can take from it, uh, I will. Because uh, that's, they still live that, <laughs> in, that yeah. in, in that way. And, and we, you know, part of the, our romantic thing is, is you know, we, we, we put it in our heads and delude it into thinking, doing all kinds of stuff. And ignore, ignore, really ignore the, the uh, you know, the, the basic, basic respect for, for the land, for food, for animals. Uh, elders. Elders. Mm-hmm. Elders is a big one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So my, I have this sort of death teacher named Stephen Jenkinson, who's this old Canadian guy. And he was the head of a lot of palliative and hospice cares in Canada. And he did all that for a real long time and then said, gee, this isn't really the way. And then um, started a farm and, you know, looked back into history. How have people been dying? You know, what Mm -hmm. kind of respect Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. nature Mm -hmm. is involved in the dying time? And he, so I went to his farm to study with, he had an apprenticeship for a week in Canada. And he did a whole lecture, a whole night on learning. Mm-hmm. And that learning 
only comes from not in a repent or punishment way, but a deep being to be deeply humbled mm-hmm. at your own <laughs> stupidity. stupidity. I mean, your own just, you know, and for me, it, yeah. it is a, yeah, like a shame and an embarrassment that turns into medicine. Yeah. Like a shame, mm-hmm. a deep shame. And it always comes from how could I have not been grateful? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like there's this, the, the lessons that come in and they come so fiercely sometimes but always point me to how big my ego was, mm-hmm. how I thought I knew, how self-righteous I was, how you know independent I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's sort of like one. these... That's exactly it, what so I was trying hard. to tell you earlier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the lessons are so hard, yeah. but it only comes from being humbled mm-hmm. to how interconnected I am to the sun, to the the little bug in the dirt mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. feeds me in mm-hmm. some way, my ancestors, you know. So I appreciate you saying that because I think in the Western world and in the sort of Christian Catholic thing, we think of shame and embarrassment as these like punitive mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I grew up with a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But the, the step that's missing is taking that shame and embarrassment and that deep humbling mm-hmm. and turning it into like a big thank you. <laughs> there's you something know, like that. There's a word in Spanish called sinvergüenza. Mm-hmm. Sinvergüenza, yeah. That's, it's a word saying that you have no... You're shameless. That shameless. you're shameless. Mm. Yeah. And so that means that when you have shame, you are taken to account. Mm-hmm. You're accountable. You're yeah, accountable. Yeah. You know? yeah. So when you don't have any shame, you're just like all wild and <laughs> crazy, and you have no shame. Yeah, not take you, into account. You don't take into yeah. account anything around you. Yeah. yeah. So when you're a sinvergüenza, and you don't even have that word in well, shameless. Shameless, yeah. It's, but, it's a, that's what it translates as. But yeah. it, it, in, in Spanish, it just seems so. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah somebody calls it, that's a, that's a bad thing to call somebody it's sinvergüenza. So like. <laughs> Like mm. if, if you know, it, it, the word is heavily, it's a heavy, yeah, heavy heavily word. laden with. Boy, you're just. <laughs> you just act without consequences. Yeah, you know, you yeah. act without reciprocity. Yeah, or you. That's really. Big. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Would you share the um. The thing about education again, that that phrase in Spanish that. Mal educado. Mm. Badly educated. And poorly educated. Yeah, badly, that, badly educated. To me, is something that I learned about our language and our culture, that that was a word that meant you were not brought up in a good way. You didn't have integrity. You didn't have good uh, manners. Your character wasn't educated. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Near the part from where Don Marcelino's uh, Holy Land is. We could, that we in this country, the education of being educated in a higher university, we take we take that kind of education to a higher level than being a good, good having good character, having good morals, having good manners, having good. But in in knowing now the indigenous of what they consider being educados or knowing how to respect the 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 the, the earth respect the creator respect uh, life and and being grateful that's so different mm. i mean we don't really 
uh, have both of those. It's almost like yeah, and and here we are right next to the border. Right. We're so close mm -hmm. to each other, and yet we're like so different. Mm -hmm. And no, not, and 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 I remember um, when Don Marcelino met a Native American chief out here in. A, um, what was it in Alpine? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, these two Native Americans met each other, and they—I I saw that connection, that 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 joy of them connecting with who they were. Mm. They knew who they were. They were of the same. Mm. And I really learned a lot about what this country did to the Native American people here in the in the United States. And I remember uh, this particular chief saying, it's so sad what's happened to us. And it's, it's really sad. It makes you want to cry. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know where to end this conversation or this particular thing, but it just made me think about that. Well, it's sort of like the we can see and feel and trace what not having a bien educado has done to this country. A whole, a real rounded sense of being a good person isn't what's taught in school. I mean, I grew up just learning about the test scores and how to meet the test scores and how to get the, this step to get the that step to that step. No one sat down with me and told me, you know, I mean, and that's the role, obviously, of the parents, the parents and sometimes right, yeah. their religious yeah. upbringing as well. But right, the, yeah. that we can see just with how the country is behaving in general and what we value and what we're doing to the earth and what we did to the native people and what we do to other countries and other marginalized people and how we're behaving about the border. We can see that we didn't get that. And a lot of things get um, confused with Mexico that it's not all indigenous people there. Yeah. There's a lot of European mm. mixed people there that don't have those values either. Mm. They're just as... as Greedy. Greedy. <laughs> Greedy. Greedy, yeah. yeah. We use the word amarrado. We, we are tied to, to our... Uh, to, to, to the economy, to, mm -hmm. to uh, you know, having, having a nice house and, and having nice cars and, and having our phones and, you know, all, all the conveniences. And we don't realize how tied to them we are because they're just they, everywhere. And, and, and uh, I mean, I'm not saying we should, I'm not going to be, you know, what's the <clears> word, <throat> hypocritical either because I ride airplanes, I have a I have, you know, I have all this stuff. But it's it's one thing to have things, and it's another thing to be tied tied to them, where your all your decisions revolve around that, and, and uh, rather than as tools that we need mm. to 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 survive and to live, uh, we're 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 tied, and 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 um, you know in contrast to to I think earth based people that are tied to again to the elements and to the earth, that's where they're tied. Mm. That's that's their it's like a marriage. That's who they're faithful to. Right. Uh, the, 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 that, that's uh, and I know we we yeah. little by little we get tied to to things that that separate us from uh, 
from from the, from what gives us life. These things don't give us life. I mean, we we man, we we can we need them for for you know. They're tools. They're tools, right. but they do not give us life. They don't give us our life. That that's the that's the big, that's the seed there. Be be tied to and be grateful to that which gives you life. Right. And supports your life. That's where we need to be tied. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to be faithful to. And it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, who wants to live poor? And who wants to live in a little shack? Or, you know, who wants to live that way? Because well, you know, it's, yeah. when I hear people say, "Well, those people are poor," yeah, or they don't have they, a lot of things. Yeah, but if they were to ask, "Do they have enough food?" Yeah. Do they have enough shelter? A shelter to live in, yeah. Are they happy? Yeah. They're not poor. Mm-hmm. I remember as a child, we lived in a little house uh, in this farm in Texas. My dad was a sharecropper. And we never felt poor. We had a lot, I felt. I yeah. never felt you poor. You ate every day? We ate. You slept in a nice... You know, yeah, we slept comfortable in a comfortable bed. I remember it being uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I didn't have any toys, really. I don't remember having a doll. Yeah. I remember playing with a little, what do you call those little things? Those, what we call horny toads? Oh, yeah, yeah, horny toads, I guess. What else do you call <laughs> they them? They were little, these little, little toads. Little, they little were lizard like things, lizard yeah. Looking. Mm. We play with those things. With animals. <laughs> animals are your toys. Your friends. Your friends, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I just don't remember. And, that, and, and also, I didn't have that seeing other people have things to where I had a desire, oh, I want that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I didn't. I didn't. Ha- I don't remember anybody else having anything. Yeah, either. nobody else around you ha- has it. Well, and you know, we how lived can in you a very it? isolated area. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just my mo- mother and dad and my brothers and sisters, and we didn't have any neighbors because it was just lots of land and yeah. fields, and mm-hmm. we didn't. The only thing I remember seeing that I really wanted was to ride that horse. I, I never felt poor. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't until I met. I had to go into that town, and I felt. Uh, ashamed yeah, yeah yeah because and that's where I met up with racism and stuff do either of you remember your grandparents mm-hmm. or have strong relationships then or you know spiritually now <laughs> my grandmother from Mexico I've only seen her t- once or twice I remember maybe for hours I don't remember her seeing her very often but she made such an impact on me mm-hmm. She was so faithful in her, uh, her, in her Catholicism, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until I got older that I started feeling this desire to be like her. I'm seeing you look at, yeah, Guadalupe, mm-hmm. and, and and was she also a, a yes held Guadalupe yeah. to her? Yes, yeah. she was her faith her of the faith. Divine Mother mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. yeah, but it wasn't a, it wasn't an institution of of. of priests and all that mm. that we that people really lash out at right now mm. it was faith mm. that she I saw in her and I thought wow I learned more about that what she has handed to me and I don't know if it's just DNA or I, I believe it is that, that I have gotten straight from her mm. her faith in the divine mother yeah mm. and I feel like I've gotten it 
from mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. There's no other, I, I don't see any other explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah through your dad. And, and yeah, and, and yeah. my dad was very, 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 very faithful. Um, I don't know how, uh, the, what went on between my parents that made it so ugly, but I just know that my dad would kneel and pray every night. Um, he taught us our prayers. And uh, I don't know what happened that that broke them up. And I was already like 27 years old mm-hmm. when they when they got divorced, and it was it's been still so painful because I it just they didn't make it work, and I wish they had mm-hmm. because we would have been much happier. We would I think we would have really had something to respect and admire, and um, it didn't happen. And I think that's another reason our marriage has 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 lasted is because on my part I wasn't letting it go. Mm. I don't care how what happened. I just just couldn't let it, when it came down to it. I just couldn't let go of of hurting the kids or doing any of the stuff that happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I I did an extra. My parents divorced when I was nineteen. And I'm an only child, and then my dad got sick, and my mom's pretty crazy. Blah, 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 blah. But it was so painful, and it still is, but it has pointed me towards family and marriage and the prayerfulness of that. You know, so, so strong in me is this urge to, like you're saying, show my kids, my family, the world, like what a beautiful walk it is to really do it and do it as you say you're going to do it. And I have no idea how hard it is, which is why part of the reason I'm interviewing you (laughs) is because I can't even imagine, but the call that I feel is so strong because of the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because I've come to believe that, that that grandparents are your connection to the past, just like children are your connection to the future. When 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 I when I uh, were turning around fifty, I actually started wanting grandkids. <laughs> I I, uh, I I think I told you, remember? Yeah, we were like almost <laughs> crying. I don't think we're gonna have any grandkids because <laughs> nobody was giving any indications. <laughs> yeah. We were and, almost crying <laughs> when you turned 50. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember how old I was. Yeah, but I remember. around 50. I, I, I remember it was around 50. And, and I was thinking, uh, I don't think we're going to have any grandkids. Mm-hmm. But there's something about seeing a, a, a grandchild. You have your children, but there's something about seeing a grandchild that, and this is egotistical, that kind of has some of you in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like, it's true, you know, that, that DNA, that, that spirit lives on, mm-hmm. and it's going to live on now, even after I'm gone. I mean, again, it's, it's an egotistical human thing, I think. But I found, I found some, uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, happiness in that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I wouldn't if, if you know, if we would have gotten divorced or, or split up, who knows that, you know, you, you lose track, you mm-hmm. lose track. So we have the grandkids here in the morning. We get them, the two youngest ones, and we have to chase them around a little bit, the, the older ones, to stay in touch with them. But, but uh, um, it, I, I, I have come to appreciate the opportunity to pass on to them in a way like what you're doing here, 
you know, to pass on to them. Uh, I tell them more, you know, I'm more apt to, to tell them stories or about how I grew up, how I lived than, than, than I used to be. Uh, because I, it's important to them. It's mm -hmm. it's important to them, and and, and I, I'm grateful that I had my grandparents in, into again. I think my mid or, or, or my forties, and all four of them, and I I, I, I got to know them. Mm -hmm. But I I think you know we we cheat ourselves out of a good being a complete human being. You know, putting it that way. As Tim Marcelino says that they were born like animals. When we're born, we're like, like little animals, and we learn little by little to be human. And and to be human means to have offspring or not. They, I know some people can't have them, uh, but but have some connection with that past generation and and some you know and 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 with the uh, right. in the other direction right. with also. the past uh, and with the future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That ma that helps make us complete human beings. Mm -hmm. Complete human beings. Otherwise, I think we we never reach our. You know, talk about the human potential movement years ago. We don't become complete human beings when without without that uh, that experience of connection to the past and connection to the future. So yeah. Can I ask how old you are? Twenty six. Twenty six. That's that's when we got married. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say just yeah. how, you know how has being married and having children made you complete humans? When I had Christina, when I had my oldest, I felt very happy. Because I was, I was felt like I was on my way to having a family, but all the things that that got in the way, like my parents' divorce, was around that time, mm -hmm. and other things that happened in our marriage, I, I it put me in a really bad depression, and that depression, I believe, lasted me twelve years. Mm -hmm. So I didn't feel complete at all until I wanted to kill myself. Mm. And I had to have some medication to get me back. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 it helped. Mm -hmm. it, it got me back and I started seeing what was, had happened, what was happening. My brother had died in a car accident. Mm -hmm. My mother passed away right after that. Um, there were things happening in our marriage that were not good. Um, but then after I got on that medication, I just started seeing for what it was. I just, I, I, I saw, oh my gosh, my life is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the biggest trash can of crap. And I, I thought I was going to have this wonderful life. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Because I had it all planned out. All right. I thought, okay, I'm going to help him get through grad school. Mm -hmm. He's going to get his PhD. We'll be rich. He's going to make money. <laughs> We're going to have a house. You know, I had all these things planned out. And I had worked at a at a, at a job that paid me a lot of money because I was really into money, making money. And I made money. I knew how, I knew how to sell. And I, I remember having high sales in the, in, the north, in the southeast part of the country. I mean, one time I was like the 
one month I was their top sales and I thought wow mm -hmm. and it, it, it didn't do it for me it, it, it didn't it was it was it didn't make me complete like you say you know what made you complete it, it I don't think I felt complete and I, I, I think I'm feeling that now going through all the pain, mm -hmm. all the different things that we've gone through, and realizing that we're human, we make stupid mistakes, and we've learned to forgive each other, we've learned to actually love each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, to learn more about what love is. What is love? It's can, just, can you tell me, please? Well, <laughs> please tell me. Well, know, let me tell you. I remember, when, I remember when I had my first baby, Christina, I felt love for the first time, loving a child. I felt love. And I, I mean, I didn't know what real love was until I had that child. And I remember, but this child was, was because I was in such a mess, she had... A lot of colic and colic, yeah. and she had a part time. She had a hard time. I, I was mentally day, yeah. not there for her. But I remember <laughs> when I got to this, my second child, which was what two years later. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought, I felt really sad. I felt like, how am I going to love another child? I, I, I love this child mm. so much. How can I have? Do I have more of that yeah. to give another child? Because mm. you actually feel that you can't love another person as much as you love this child. Wow. That, that child will have less. And that's when I learned that love is infinite. It just, it's amazing. And I, I know what love is. I mean, and I, I don't think, I don't really believe that people that are not sure about what love is, they don't really know it until they have their children. Um, and then I remember we uh, had an oops baby when Betha was in grad school. Got the other way. Sorry, Elena. But that <laughs> child has been the most... She's taught me so much. And I remember I never thought, wow. She, I, I mean, I just love her so much. Mm -hmm. That's what love is to me. It's just, it's not, you don't, there's not a... And I think I've learned to love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same for me. Yeah. Same for me. Because yeah. I mean, the what, what I think we had at the beginning was, was just lust, lust and, yeah, and, and, and just attraction, yeah. the the chemical possessiveness stuff. and all kinds of yeah. different things we call love. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we've we've I think had uh, learned to love, to really love. Yeah, and we're trying to. In our own way, trying to create that village, village right, yeah. right, where everybody in that village is is your uncle and your aunt, yeah. and, and they're you're all related, and, and yeah. so uh, it's it's a good way. It's a good way. It's the way we've survived. Yes, that's the only for way for thousands and thousands of years. Is that yep. the, the I I said this in the last podcast. I'll probably edit it out because I already said it. But I said that the village is the most ancient, strong, bona fide healthcare system for all. Yeah. Like the village was yeah. the healthcare yeah. system. Yeah. That's right. Your aunties were your. They taught you how to birth, and they taught you what herbs to use. The the culture had the codes for yeah. health. Right. You know, and well, one of the things that you know, I, I've thought about this. I think there's 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 a massive misunderstanding of Darwinian evolution. 
we interpret it as when 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 I think when Darwin used those terms, and and I'm not, you know, in favor or, or but just as you focus on this one aspect of it, the uh, the survival of the fittest. He wasn't talking about the individual. He was not talking about the individual. He was talking about the species. He was talking about a group, um, and I and I think we've 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 you know made it about the individual and the fittest individual, but that's not, there, there's no... It's about the fittest village. It's about the fittest village. <laughs> this, is, a healthy, this is a pretty fit village right now. The, a healthy, a healthy village. Yeah. I'm only as strong as the children in my village, or I'm only as strong as the elders As the elders in my also, village. yeah, yeah. Or my aunties in the village, the yeah. aunties in my village. Yeah, yeah. And that, like, their health is my health. and Correct, yeah. That's the way. If they're not healthy, I'm not healthy, yeah. But I'm very drawn to marriage, and I can't imagine what a long and impossible road it is. But I'm very drawn to, drawn to marriage because I'm very drawn to motherhood. And so I'm just wondering if you could share... What is it like to be married for 41 years? And what does it take to be married for 41 years? And what does that 41 years teach about love? Wow. You're going to edit this out, right? I'm going to edit my part. I also have learned that the challenges and the sacrifices and all that pain you have to be grateful for it because you learn through it. You learn the things that you will really treasure and appreciate later. And now I'm thinking, well, you know, we're starting to see that we're getting older. I mean, I don't think I'm that old, but you've got to start thinking about one day he's not going to be around or I'm not going to be around. And... Uh, I don't know how I'm going to do because it's just amazing, you know. It's, I, just, I just don't know how that works. But that's the reality. We're all going to go, right? It's, you know, yeah. one, of, one of the things that, that, I, that I learned from, from uh, helping uh, Marcelino with, with his healing is that all of our explanations are culturally... Uh, defined so he does his work and he does some amazing with, with some amazing results mm -hmm. I mean just empirical you know empirical that, that verifiable that that uh, that what he's doing is is uh, is having effects he gives me an explanation and, and some people some people that that are familiar with with uh, with curanderos uh, they won't ask questions they just come he does the work they thank them, they're grateful, and, and, and they're better. Some people want to know, you know, what did you do? Right. <laughs> what did you do, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're curious and they want to know. And so he'll give me, he'll, he'll give me his explanation. But what I, what I observed is that, you know, that explanation is bound by his culture. Mm. So even he, and he'll tell you, he'll, he's the first to admit it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I 
he has an understanding of it, mm-hmm. but but and so you know I try to explain to people, but you know they don't want to hear that he doesn't know, mm-hmm. know how he's doing this. They want they 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 need to you know have some kind of rational explanation right. that makes sense, right? So um, so so you know you, you only talked about that that we stayed together because we were trapped. Well, that's her that's her explanation. I don't know. We don't. I don't think we really know. I don't think so. I, you know, a marriage is you you uh, you see someone, and even maybe your your thinking is doing one thing, your heart's doing something else. Especially especially for men, I think we we have less integrity. I think than than women. I think women tend to be more in tune with head and heart. I think. Uh, so so you know you act and 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 and. Uh, and, and and then and then you you live with it, you know, and and so the part of the important parts is, to what extent are you able to commit? Men think that they can have it better with somebody else. They don't realize that you're the best person for them. So what? What is a commitment? You know, my generation thinks that's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what. Why? Why commit then? What, you know, what after being committed for 41 years, trapped and committed, (laughs) what is there to say about life or love or what does that do to a person to Mm -hmm. be committed for 41 years? Well, we know how to love. And and, and, and we're we're probably more in love with each other now than at at any point. And and, uh, the great sex, I mean, we're... We're older, <laughs> probably. I don't know. Everything doesn't work the same way anymore. Mm. But the feeling and 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 it just. Mm. You have to yeah. be, yeah. You yeah. have to be compatible sexually. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. You have to be compatible. What's the other one? Um, I think that's the main one. And then <laughs> and then be able to afford yourself. Be able to. Feed no, each other. The... sexually and feed each other. <laughs> Good sex and feed each other. That's it. That's all you need. It's simple. It's it's very, it, simple. It's very simple and but and and being best friends. Yeah, right? and, and the worth it part is really experiencing that. Mm-hmm. And I think we're too many. We just when we were younger, we're the delusion that wow, this is as good as it gets, you know, and, and that's mm-hmm. not true. It, it gets better. It does get better. Yeah, and, and I I don't know of too many. Older people that, like you said, you know what's going to happen when one of us is is gone. I mean that that's a that's a whole other thing. But at least while while we're together, in our in our in our older life, we enjoy and our grandchildren, and we can see the future, and, and you know, and we have a we're grounded in the past, and and again, it's that complete human being, and and, and um, so there's something about being committed and married and loving each other for forty one years. That rounds you out or makes you that complete. Yeah, human being. I, for us, for us, it did. It teaches you, you the way yeah. of yeah. love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you're young, even up to 38, 39, I don't think you really know until you're, you've been through your yeah. children and you've. And, and there's and probably you know, there's probably people that, that that have that have gotten divorced and married somebody else that will tell you they're 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 happy, you know, and and they and they probably are, and they're more complete. Uh, so. That's what I was gonna say earlier. When I was going, is that you you find someone that 
that will help you and you're going to help them and you're going to walk together and and uh and see how far you get i mean when when marcelino and i made that agreement you know he said he literally said that you know he says you know your grandfather um uh told me to to help you learn to plant help you but he said a ver hasta donde llegamos let's see how far we go Let's see how far we go, mm-hmm. and and I think that's to me that's 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 yeah. life. Yeah, that's that's marriage maybe too. Is let's, let's see, see how, how far we, we go. go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You 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 know I I think maybe women in particular enter it, or at least our generations were were taught you do it you know forever and and that's and that's it right that's marriage that that's how we we grew up, uh, but now it's different and and so. Now it's like, well, let's see how far we go. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll hit 41 or 45 years, and maybe we won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see how far But we go. It takes children to put, to meld you, to mold, to put you together. I, I think there's very, very few destinations. If, if you think more in terms of, the, well, you know, just like uh, in, my, in my garden out in the back, got weeds there and and um and so I go and pull them and uh and people will come and say well why don't you just get a weed whacker and 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 whack them right and I think well uh th- th- that's looking at the finished product you you know the 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 the, the destination but I think well uh, at my age getting out there and pulling weeds is good exercise for me And then I take the weeds and I feed them to the chickens because when you pull them out, they got dirt on there and they got all the little bugs and everything. Mm-hmm. So I just look at it as using using my time efficiently and effectively. It looks like it's not because it takes me a lot of time to 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 clear it away. Uh, so don't be in such a hurry and 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 look at the process more. Look at the benefit of each of your actions. Because um, because you you cut it with a weed whacker and then what are you gonna do? Or, Are you going to use that time you saved? The, you know, will you go to the gym and work out or something? And and uh, you can just be more efficient. Work out while you while you're working. Pull your weeds. <laughs> Pull your weeds. Pull feed, your weeds. Feed your chickens. That, that's the advice. Pull your weeds. Feed your chickens. Pull your weeds. Feed your chickens. Chop wood. Carry water. There you go. You got your exercise there, and and uh, it's a process. It's a process. It's important. Mm-hmm. We'll see how far we go. There's no. There's no hurry to get to a destination because I'm I'm not in that much of a hurry to get to mine. Thank yeah. you so much for taking well, this time. Well, thank you, and I hope me. it's not the last time. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll come yeah. back.